Hello, and bottoms up. Here we are again. 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 This is a special episode, I think. Well, at least milestone episode. Number two five. Quarter century. Silver anniversary. Hmm. Who to thunk? We did yeah. it. We did it. How's, it. how's everyone doing tonight? How are we gonna how are we gonna celebrate? <laughs> how you doing tonight? Uh I'm doing great. Yeah. yeah. This was a terrific day. Why? Got a little round of golf in, first round of the year and actually a little uh, sunburn too. Uh a little sun's not gonna hurt. No, you're burnt. <laughs> nah, it can't be that. I can see you you look like the president sort of with the white eyes and the burn. Well, I don't wear sunglasses when I golf. Well, your eyes must have been shut or something. Then. No, I just wear a hat. Just, just a hat. Funny, he did shut his I eyes. Did. I did. I hit a good tee shot. It was a good drive. And then I said, you know, I really should look at the ball when I hit it. I go, I go, he goes, what? I, go, I close my eyes. <laughs> I don't think I, I don't remember doing that with any frequency, but it was first time out for the year. But, you know, pretty happy with the score. So, and I kicked Lefty's ass. So that's always a bonus. Lefty's in the house with us as well. Returning guest. Yes. Hello. Hello. You're probably more upset about the way you played than the fact that I that I beat you. Uh, you didn't beat me so much as I just didn't swing well. No, you didn't. But I was putting it together at the end, and you, you ran you, out of holes. You would have beat me. You would have lasted another six or seven holes. Twenty-seven holes minimum. <laughs> My, 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 my back was definitely not as strong as the front, for sure. There was a, probably a 10-stroke swing, or not quite, but it was, it was pretty, pretty big difference. Anyway, other than that, like I said, doing fantastic. How about you, Nobs? I'm doing great. Yeah? Yeah. Joined well, the house. I'm filling it with furniture, and yeah. Getting happy stuff. homeowner. Yep. The George Carlin stuff. Get filling it with stuff. What you stuff? Have a house, so you can have stuff. Yep. More stuff. You need stuff. Yep. It's just one more yin yang table, and everything will be complete. All right. Sounds good. And you uh, mentioned that Lefty is joining us. Yes. Lefty is a returning special guest, and uh, kind of popped that bubble for the special introduction, didn't we? <laughs> I guess. Just yeah. want to make sure, because sometimes we look back and say, "Do we? Did we introduce?" <laughs> I did, but it doesn't hurt to double yeah. do. Yeah. We'll double down on the introduction. Yeah. There oh boy, go. am I thirsty? <laughs> well, so, we got a cure for that. Speaking of beer, we had uh, our first beer donated from a super listener, uh, Rudy, and uh, she asked. Well, actually, there's a quick story. Okay. Uh, she bought this for herself, and she tried it, and the first bottle, or pint, she did not like it at all. <laughs> it's a vanilla java porter from uh, Atwater Brewing in Detroit. We've done a number of their beers. Yes, we have. Uh, it's 5.0 on the alcohol volume. That's a little kiss for the sister. On a porter, it certainly seems that way. You know? Yeah, I was a little surprised. Is that going to be... You know, a little thin on the mouthfeel, as, oh. as we've learned to Well, let's say pour this up and uh, we'll give it a taste. Not everything can be drink and don't drive. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know if we're building a tolerance. <laughs> well, here, here's bottoms up to Rudy and uh, let's give up. it a Thank shot. You. Bottoms up. It's got a nice color. I got a nice uh, head on mine. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sure do. Nice. 
I'm headless. Mm-hmm. Uh, the foam is certainly good. <laughs> I got vanilla and Java both. They're both there. Yep. I don't but, think it's a thin mouthfeel. Uh, I just say that so it makes it sound like I know something about beer. It's a it's a regular buy for me in my house. I, I like this one. What you say, Blot? Uh, early indications are for me. Um, I, I I like the balance of both the vanilla and the Java, which is, you know, when when we have these flavored beers, oftentimes we taste one more than the other, or the other one not at all. So I, I do taste a balance in this. I also find it, um, uh, I, I do find it a little thin for a porter, but that makes it drinkable. You know, not not quite as heavy. Weigh you down so yeah. much. Um, and, and that thinness may not have anything to do with the alcohol content, but I, but it's, it's not uh, uh, a motor oil mm-hmm. kind of porter. Um, so yeah, I, I like it. Nas, I agree with everything you just said. Um, as I've stated before, I'm not. It a, never happens. I know. As I stated before, I'm not a coffee fan, so I appreciate more of the vanilla that's in here. Uh, I taste very little coffee in that regard, um, but yeah, it is kind of light. It's little watery for such a dark beer yeah but but, uh, but that to me that works well for this time of year sure yeah this will be at one of our transition beers coming out of spring into summer ah this is the uh bottoms up march beer yes yes unfortunately yes. it means may beer this year too right yeah. there, we're still in transition <laughs> i think i'm gonna say math for right now but that may change midway through yeah how about you lefty your thoughts um Visually, I like this beer. I like the fact that I can't see my fingers on the other side of the glass. And that's always a plus. Yes. Um, rather optimistically, I always hope when I'm drinking this beer that there's caffeine in it. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't Starbucks. Add <laughs> water. But I do, I do like this beer. I suppose and they can load caffeine into, into beer. Well, I'm, sure they can. I'm sure it's been done. I'm sure it is. And the alcohol depressant, they fight each other. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so this is a a frequent buy in my beer fridge, and I would buy it again. Oh, excellent. Well, I I too like the fact that you definitely taste a little coffee, you taste some vanilla, and neither one's overpowering each other, which I kind of like. It's a good blend. The body of it's on the lighter side, and... Mm -hmm. You, you could drink this during the summer, and it, mm-hmm. would just, it would be just fine. So for right now, I'm leaning towards uh, for me. Yeah. I could e- easily see myself wanting another before the uh, bottom, b- before the segment's up. There we go. That's good endorsement. Moving along. Okay, let's get to a few fact checks from last week. Not many, really. Um, uh, one was we were talking about Alan Page. Um, because of the uh, um, uh, Barbara McQuaid incident. And uh, I, I thought As maybe... It came to be known. Yeah. <laughs> and still is. Um, and I thought Alan Page was uh, the guy that ran back the TD or, or um, the interception or the fumble for the Minnesota Vikings back in the day. Uh, he, he was a member of the Purple People Eaters, uh, as I thought, but it was his um, uh, counterpart. 
co-player. What, uh, his Co-lineman, teammate. Right? Teammate. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it was his teammate, Jim Marshall, who recovered the fumble and ran 66 yards the wrong way into his, end, his own end zone. <laughs> and then... In celebration, he threw the ball into the stands. <laughs> so for a touchback. Two. <laughs> yeah. uh, safety, not a touchback. Um, yeah, safety. Whew, struggling here. Um, but anyway, uh, they turned. It, it, it ended up that they won the game anyway on a real fumble return for a touchdown in the right direction. By Alan um, Page. No. Um, by the other guy, and I, I had the other names written down, but uh, the pro, they, they listed the the three people, purple people eaters, and three of them you'd heard of. The fourth guy I wasn't really familiar with. Um, you had mentioned, uh, Fred, about um, Hillary reading the Mueller report. It really wasn't part of a comedy skit. It was something that CNN, CNN had set up. Oh really? Yeah, that's what you were you were thinking. They it said was, it was comedy. I thought I heard it was Comedy Central, but not with anybody. So I I, I was kind of I I found it easily, but it wasn't like attached to Second City TV or Mad TV or any comedy or SNL. It basically was just her doing this. Oh okay. Um, yeah, so I, I I pulled it up and uh, um, Hillary Clinton is featured in a new video reading aloud excerpts of the redacted version of the Mueller report. Um, in the video release Saturday, Clinton, along with her husband, joins Comedy Central Jordan Clapper to advise him on crowdfunding campaign. I should remember the name Clapper because of Clapper. Yeah. Political Clapper versus Comedy Clapper. Um, but, it was, Clapper? but it wasn't really necessarily part of any show. It was just like a video that they did, you know. Ah, uh, okay. So. I, I still thought the premise was pretty funny. Yeah, no, and I, I, I didn't oh, have a chance ironic. to watch it, so I thought it would be pretty good. And then last fact check, Knobs, uh, you had talked about GM shutting down um, streetcars yes. and uh, trolleys. It's not really what happened. There's a lot written about this. So uh, I, I didn't get into that much of it, but um, it is true that General Motors bought the largest and other smaller trolley and streetcar companies around the U.S. and that they failed, but not because of GM, probably. It was a dying mode of transportation back then. Buses were cheaper and more efficient than trolley lines, and so that was kind of happening at the same time. So people love to talk about how GM did this mm-hmm. uh, and, you know, their, their corporate malfeasance, but that's most historians look back and say that's it's it's fun to look at it that way, but that's not really what happened. I I looked it up afterwards. And I was like, oh yeah, I was kind of wrong on that. <laughs> kind of wrong, kind of right there, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, there's a there's enough there. Yeah, you know, to to at least have a conspiracy about it. I was just gonna say, I think it's more of a conspiracy theory than fact. yeah. It's yeah. fake news. In fact, I think on Wikipedia they called it the conspiracy. I think so. Yeah, the 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 GM, um, you know, dismantling. Uh, street car yeah yeah. (laughs) anyway uh, so that's it on the the fact checks Um, uh, fun and interesting (laughs) we think so (laughs) Um, something came up on my feed today and it's really kind of what brought about what I thought we would kick around Um, it was two years ago yesterday that Trump fired Comey. 
which started the ball rolling on so much of this. I mean, not really. Not Maybe not officially the obstruction part. Not yeah. not officially, right? I mean, because Comey was doing his own investigations, and we don't know how that would have all worked out. The obstruction. How many investigations sure. are ongoing right now? Uh, At least twelve. Yeah, ten 12 or twelve or, 14. or something like that. 14. Yeah, anywhere between ten and fourteen. How long have they been going on? Who knows? Well, we Who don't knows? know all those because some of them are not public. At least the pro- proceedings are not public. Twelve out of fourteen are. Redacted. Must be a conspiracy. Um, <laughs> anyway, so there was a there was an article that was produced the day after the Comey firing that came up in my feed by by Slate, and it talked about how the Republicans seem to be unbothered by Trump's firing of Comey, and you know it, it went on to say that it has all the makings of you know a cover up because they were using this excuse of. First, they use the excuse of, you know, they're firing him because they didn't like the way he handled Hillary's uh, uh, email thing, which, you know, they loved at the time, you know, and things like that. And then, but the article went on to, 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 to talk about what has happened to the Republican Party. Why weren't they bothered by the Comey firing, right? How, how come they didn't see this, you know, clearly as an obstructive act? And certainly the Democrats did. And, you know... It kind of led this article about, are they just in it for political power? That's, that you know, do they really not care at all about process and the law and ethics? And well, they made a grand bargain. And, you know, and, and is that all that matters to them? Yeah, yeah. I think at this point we've devolved into that. Um, and, and I think as I thought about that, I, I'm thinking to myself, you know, the Republicans by name only. Like that, that to me is where this has changed. And it, it, like I said, the Comey thing was one part of it, but um, it really kind of changed with the Trump election, right? That to, to me, re- Republicans are Trumpsters. I don't, I don't know if I, I if, think if I understand the, what a Republican or a conservative with is the today. Tea Party is where this started. So this started a few years back, and, you know, Trump became the figurehead of the Tea Party and the birthers, and basically I, I steamrolled a, his way to the front. I, I see that as, as separate. See, the Tea Party, fuck those guys. <laughs> I well, mean, you it, can say that, but we're on the Republican scale. They aren't, they're not going to call themselves a, a a Democrat. No, no, here, they may call themselves falsely an independent, but you would probably find they call themselves conservative. No, they, they call themselves conservative, but the Tea Party movement has swayed to whatever the latest Republican or conservative. Oh, it's just morphed know, back into whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? It, the idea was we want real physical conservative. We don't care about anything else. All we care about is that you are good stewards of our tax money and. You know, we don't want any bills being signed unless they're paid for. We don't want this unless it's being, you know, counterbalanced by this. And, you know, they were, they wanted to do it in a radical way, and they hired these, you know, ultra-radical Federalists, basically. Hired, voted in. <laughs> okay? And they were good at voting them in. So well, that's what you have in the uh, in the Tea Party wing of the, of the, of the caucus that, of the Republican Party. That's what, that's but I, I, I don't know that that is what, what I would... Con- I mean... 
Wouldn't you say that's where, like, all this legislation is coming from, where it's coming out of a think tank, and it's coming to these different states? Where does it different? Is, is it the abortion? Yeah, what legislation? What legislation? Oh, the, the, the abortion bills. That's, that's a classic one currently. Well, okay, that, I. it's interesting because the Tea Party, and again, in its inception, didn't give a crap about abortion. That wasn't what they were thinking. Right? Then all of a sudden, now... They're like all, you know, pro-life, and that's a thing driving them. So, yeah, these, these bills are definitely coming out of those kind of think tanks. And I, like I was saying, they have kind of like gone with the tide now of whatever is ultra-radical conservatism or republicanism or Trumpsterism. I don't even know how to define it, which is why I wanted to kind of throw it out there. Well, it certainly isn't about financial. Exactly. With the, well, uh, the, that tax, whatever you want to call it, cut. Tax cut, tax reform. Tax reform. But even, you know, the Mark Meadows and the Jim Jordans and those guys that were ushered in with Tea Party movement, they just sold well, out. They completely sold out. So the whole thing is a sham. Uh, you know, I think there's probably one person in the room that has a, a unique perspective on it. Because to my knowledge, there's only one person in the room that was a Republican. Me? <laughs> Fred. Fred. No, no. Let's it's, it's, talk it's, about it. it. Let's talk about the 90s. Where was, what happened? What made you switch? What made me switch? Logic. Basically. You presented with truth and facts. Wonderful. Well, no, it, it was. It was a lot to do with arguing with this guy over here. and Arguing? Yeah, online. We were, we were. Oh, that was like, in the AOL days, the prodigy. Yeah. No, 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 no. It was a little more advanced than that, but there was a, a email. Oh, group. that that was fun. Yeah, those were fun days. It was. It was. Yep. Montia? It was. No. It was Spike. It was Blano. It. Laney, and Dino. All, all in Dino, all against me. So it was me all alone. No, in no. Wilderness. There was Paul. Paul was in on that for a long time. Drummer boy. Oh, okay. Um, and, I forgot about him. And there was somebody else, too. It was, for, there were times where that was evened Dino. up. Dino. But there, there was times where that was evened up. But that was all done on email. Like was, these long email <laughs> strings. And then if somebody went off the, the string and started a second string, you kind of had to then put things together. But it was fun. And it wasn't like, people didn't type in the snippets that you do on Facebook comments. Right now, we, we do a Facebook comment or you know a tweet, right? And you try to keep it Just in an 140 characters or whatever, right? People say really long emails. Diatribes. Yeah, <laughs> I, I recall. Um, well, well that, that's where my switch came in because they finally wore me down and got me to put the guard down and at least listen to what they were saying and it started making sense to me and then once I started crossing over, start pursuing information on that side of the track, that's when I switched. I always, th I always thought it was family pressure. No. no. I, I always thought that your loving wife and, and, your, and your... Most excellent daughter. Most excellent daughter. I almost named her. <laughs> um, kind of pushed you over the edge. No, right? actually... I used to listen Strings. to L. Rush, Bo, and yeah. Hannity, yeah. and it would make her mental. She wanted to pull her eyebrows out. I still got she, 
hated it. The cigar cutter you won from the trivia I, contest I multi- that you gave me. I won on the Rush show. I won multiple <laughs> cigar. Uh, Ditto head from from that place over on uh, Northwestern Highway. Yeah, yeah, ten yeah. mile. What the heck yeah. was that cigar place called? Uh, I don't know. I, I won multiple uh, store certificates, and I I got spread yeah, it around. Sweet, sweet. Uh, so. What defines a con- what defines well, where do you want to start with a Republican or a conservative today? What defines a conservative today? Well, it doesn't. I, I struggle. I, I, I don't really believe struggle. they exist. I think in I, the terms that you're thinking anymore, I honestly don't. The, the you know the Republican. I, I think Republicans know how to define themselves, but I don't think they do. I, I, I don't but, think that they do. But for those that. that don't realize that they're, you know, for less government regulation uh, when it suits them. But that's a different story. No, that is the story. That's that 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 is the point. You can't say I'm for less government re- re- regulation, and then like, well, unless it's talking about hands you know, off my Medicare. Yeah, or you know, <laughs> uh, um, you know, women's privacy rights. I mean, let's have more regulation then, right? Yeah. I, I yeah. mean, you. So there, they throw out these these uh, these talking points, these tropes, and uh, but they're they're not really based in any principle, in my opinion. So the, I think that the Republicans have adopted or hijacked the conservative mantra. Mantra. That's all. Is that all there is to it, though? Like I'm I'm trying to get to is there is there any meat on the bone to being, to being a Republican or of a conservative think, other than just being. Hateful for, for the ten percent liberals of people out there that are truly don't want. They want to stop the world the way it is. Their lives are perfect. They don't want to ruin their four hundred one k. They want Johnny and Jill to go to school in their with, private school with people just like them and get their voucher money with people just like them. Maybe same color, same creed, whatever. Yeah. Um, White. Yeah. Call it what it is. Yeah, and that's what happens. It morphs into nationalism and not just racism. So is racism worse than nationalism? You know, hand in hand. It depends on how you apply it, right? And, and, and then it's all a matter of context. How how you use those? Because we have a white supremacist, racist, nationalist president. See, so so right now, the, the, the way all those ists. I wish I had some ists. He's got three at least. <laughs> You got a cyst somewhere, don't you? <laughs> Sitting on it. <laughs> TMI. The the way the way that you describe it, Lefty. And and this is one of the big problems I have with quote unquote conservatives, Republicans, Trumpsters, whatever, right? And I'll keep lumping those together. Is their mantra is all about me, me, me. It is not about society or progressive. Right. Like you said, right. I want my kids to go to schools with kids like them. I don't want you touching my 401. You know what I mean? I don't want you touching my don't employer-based health care. And it's all about me, me, me. That's right. And so why don't we call it the, you know, the, the Democrat or the liberal or progressive party and the selfish people? It's the I got mine, fuck you party. Is, is, that, is, that, is that the best way to describe I mean, would a Republican, a quote-unquote Republican, admit to that today? Well, I mean, no. 
Well, no one ever I mean, does. it would probably be better to class uh, class the the ideologies as progressive, which I think the four of us are, and recessive. Yeah, and and, and get rid of the 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 other bullcrap. No, I, I like progressive. That That's you know, I don't care if people call me liberal, whatever. Progressive is how I progressive is, is, we, is the best we want label to, that I can give myself. I, I, we want to know. increase the rights of people. We want to make our society and our environment better. We we strive to be better people. We want to progress as a society. Progress as you a know, society. We are not, not we are, we are not perfect yet. Let's right. keep going. Right, right. Yeah. And then we automatically get classed into isms of socialists, socialism because of our group mentality towards being progressive. The progressives march together. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, as, as much as we could talk about Republicans, conservatives, and Trumpsters, you could almost then talk about, you know, uh, liberals, Democrats, progressives, and socialists, right? I mean, they, there I mean, are those definitions as well that could be easily defined, but I don't really want to go there, Tom, to be honest with you, because, right, right. because socialism, again, these are just words, well, you you can you can say a Republican would be like, well, I I'm does a capitalist. Not have a foothold in this country. It, it, not true socialism. No. Right, but but that's not the way the word is used anymore. Hardly right. any of these. Nobody's words. taking over the railroads. Nobody's taking over the trains and the planes. Nobody's GM is street cars. <laughs> street cars. You know, nobody wants to privatize healthcare. Oh wait, we already did. I mean, that that's part of the problem though. That there's in any of these isms or is. There's, there's, there's hardly any purity. And that's probably a good thing, right? Yeah, I mean, in the end, this country is a bunch of tribes. That, well, it's gotten that, more tribal. You know, and, and we look at other countries in, in the world and, uh, you know, made-up countries like Iraq and Iran. Well, not necessarily Iran, but Iraq is a made-up country, Correct. It, it's it's something that was made by the the British, the French, and the Germans, and the and the United States, coming out of World War Two. That's not that wasn't a country. That's a bunch of tribes. It's a bunch of people that don't agree with each other. What what are you going to get? That's what you get. You're going to get all kinds of of different warring factions together. Um, it's a miracle that India what is what India is. All the different languages and all the different. Uh, tribes that exist in India it, you know our country we we demoralize the the people to and, and get them to cow down to be into one group of people and that's how we suppress the tribes but we're really all just tribes even the four of us here belong to a tribe okay <laughs> I don't I don't um, yeah, it, it's a current thing with me. I'm, I apologize. I talked too much. No, 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 no. I'm just uh, the, the the tribal thing. Um, you know, I, I, again, I look at words like tribe, and they're they're easy for context. It's the same as, but I don't really know that no I buy century. into it. It's the same as racist, actually. Truthfully, you know, it's a sliding scale. Like I, I, I don't. Other than being a progressive, I don't know what tribe I'm part of. You don't know what part you, you tribe you're part of. 
not in the way that you're speaking of it. I mean, in terms of my circle of friends and my 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 my, my sphere. Are you west sider? No, see that? No, that no. I'm not. I'm not in the east side, west side tribe. No. That's no. way Beer, too much drinking tribe here. Yeah, that's way too. That's 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 far too minutia. <laughs> so that's so geo. No, I'm not. I mean, in the, I'm not in the. I'm not in the east side, west side tribe. I'm not in the golfing tribe. I'm not in the. Uh, you know, like beer You're, drinking tribe. Uh, I'm not oh, in the. I'm, I'm, I'm not free. into that. You know, uh, thinks he's still middle aged white guy tribe. <laughs> And he's really not. I'm not in any of those tribes. You're for sure in the NASCAR tribe. You just look totally NASCAR. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think that. I don't. I don't. I don't think. I, I think that there's basically just two tribes in the U.S. right now. Two tribes. Yeah, in, in a political sense, and that is progressives and Trumpsters. It's Trumpsters. So there's and not, everybody. There, there's, okay. not, there's not tribes within the progressive party. It, it's so nuanced. It's so. It. it you know, okay, Medicare for all or single payer or buy-in on Medicaid. I don't think those are tribes. I think those are just policy differences. I, I think that, that in the end it'll flush itself out. And those, I mean, s- some of the policy differences are slightly more than nuanced policy differences. But in the end, I still think that the goals are very similar. You know, like in healthcare, the idea is to expand coverage, make it more affordable. So all of the difference is uh, between the Bernie tribe and the Kamala Harris tribe are 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 the Buttigieg tribe. Yeah, they're all they're, they're all much more closely aligned. You know, what, what I see though is like with Trumpsters, there is no there, there there's no nuance, right? There's no there's no compromise. I mean, when you look at the array of policy differences between Democrats, well, you know, I just named a whole bunch, right? Three, three different health care plans. But when you look at the Trumpster side... Anything but Obamacare. So I, 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 we want to go back to the way it was. They just want to go back to the way it was. You refer Trumpsters as... Re- you're, you're, you're substituting Republican for Trumpsters. I don't at think... At this re- point... Well, we can go back to this. I don't think Republicans exist anymore. I don't think conservatives. I challenge you guys to prove me wrong that a conservative is still out there. The never Trumpsters, that's a weak. I mean, that, that's a really weak platform. Start digging into those guys and their their world falls apart immediately because right. and there's there's two pieces to this. And I I, 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 I mentioned this in my notes and 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 I think even in this conversation we've already convoluted them. There's politicians and then there's citizens, right? So the politicians, whether they're Trumpsters or not, they're the never Trumpsters, those are the Republicans, right? A citizen, I don't care. I don't look at citizens as being as Democrat or, or Republican. I, 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 you can be registered whatever you want to be registered, right? Right. But unless you're an elected official under that party, I don't but, care what you call yourself. Is that, you is that vote, a fair comment? You, you think, you think for, you're something to that, Fred? Yeah. Would would you would would uh, I don't consider myself a Democrat. issues that are con- more conservative or more progressive. That I go I, that I stick with. You know, Cons- so conser- recessive or progressive. No, that th- that I agree with. That that I totally agree with that. What I'm saying is that to call someone a Republican, you know, maybe that's how you vote. You vote in Republicans, but I, I, I'm just I'm making the distinction between the citizen. Republican who calls himself a Republican, but only he votes Republican, and then what it's like to be 
a Republican caucusing and voting and trying to change this world into their ideology, politician, Republican. That, that's what I'm saying is the, is the difference. You know what I mean? And that's why I, I do uh, meld all three, Trumpster, conservative, and Republican, all into the same group. Um, and I just don't see a difference in, in uh, you know, I mean, you know, Republicans believed in, uh, you know, physical conservative, physical responsibility, right? Fiscal conservatives, social conservatives. Yeah, I, they're all they're all the same now. They're the radicals. <laughs> well, because it's my belief that the social conservatives sold out to the fiscal conservative to get the social. Pro- hold on, I got to process that. The social conservative sold out to the fiscal conservative. So what does that mean? So the social conservative aligned themselves with the fiscal conservative. Well, weren't they all conservatives before? Okay, you think well, there's two different tribes. Fiscal conservatives are the the ones that believe in the the less taxes and the free market. Social conservatives. I believe don't in the free market. Social conservatives don't necessarily believe in free market. They may might, might believe more in fair market trade, and that's where trade agreements become popular. But see, with there, them. That, what you just opened up there as a as a as a subtopic gets into really nuanced discussion between free trade and fair trade. I mean, completely free trade is not necessarily good in all commodities. The fair traders have aligned themselves with the free traders. Fair trade to get what they want. Fair trade sounds good from this it, but you have to but it has to make practical sense. The, the fair, we can't have fair trade with China. No, that's the truth. The fair trader and the free trader have aligned themselves to vote the same way so that the social conservative can get the judges that they want. At the, at the end, they'll be forgiven because, you know, I don't know where they have to go, some confessional booth or something. Um, I think it's so they get what they want in the end. You know, it's the ends justifying the means. Is that... Is, no, I, I agree with I, when I When you say that, I think um, uh, Christian conservatives. Okay, so Christian conservatives have totally sold out their morality. In right, terms I of, guess I'm uh, just lumping it as a social conservative. Okay, but, but let, let me see if I'm on the same page with you. It's not that I disagree with you, Lefty. It's I'm just trying to understand what you're saying when you say one group sells out to the other group. I'm just having a hard time processing that. But, well, they just aligned together to get the, the common goals of what they want. But they didn't have to sell out. I've, I kind of figured they were always aligned. That's what I'm, that's what I'm struggling with. But Christian conservatives... Um, you know, they're willing to support Trump because of judges. And abortion. Well, but they're, then they're going to get the judges to support yeah. that, right? So, yeah. That's so they're, why they're pushing right so, now, right? Yeah, so, 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 so they're saying, we don't care. They don't say this out loud. We don't care if he's an evil man. He's doing our bidding. And then in turn... And, and then well, they also say he's anointed. He's the one well, sent from God. I think that's all rationalizing. I do. I, I just think that... I think some of them believe. Well, yeah. Yeah, some of them do. Well, yeah. Some of them sure. believe in that, end that, of times, too. Yeah. That one page that I sent you, I can't recall. Remember the one I was telling you about that um, it was SPS or something like that? Very big-time religious. Those people believe he's the chosen one. 
Yeah, I mean, there's there's a sadness to that ignorance. I mean, how how can they accept that? How how can they put up with all that that go goes against what they actually believe in? Air quotes, but, but they accept it just because they're getting their judges, and it and it's all around the abortion thing, and the rest be damned. Exactly, they, because but, when they start knocking on heaven's door, they're getting through. They fully believe that. They don't care if Trump gets through or not. <laughs> right. That goes back to the, fuck you, I got mine. R- exactly. <laughs> what it no, comes exactly. down to. And then if what happens I, is... I got my religion, I got my gun, and I got my 401k. And the fiscal conservatives, like, I don't know if you'd call him that, but McConnell's claimed to be a fiscal conservative for so many years, is getting all these judges appointed for the... So- but he's also, in the meantime, getting all these votes, so he stays in power. And, and the judges are not just being appointed for social reasons; they're put, they're being appointed for physical reasons too, to you know, to make sure that you know corporations can have as much say within the political sphere as possible. It's 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 equally as important, maybe more important for McConnell to make sure that things like Citizens United not only are continued to be upheld, but get to grow on a business side because that's where their money comes from and that money keeps them in power. That money keeps them uh, continuing to be reelected. Case closed. Yeah. <laughs> Carry on. And, 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 and that's what all this comes down to, at least on the Republican side of the aisle, it seems like. I'm not saying that Democrats don't want to stay in power, but, man, the way the Republicans, the politicians, sell themselves out for Trump the Lindsey Grahams, the McConnells, Grassley's McConnell. You know, yeah, it, it was all. Gets that bastard. Yeah. Flo- I'm going to choke that bitch up. <laughs> you don't have to, you do not have to delete that. I want that on record. I want to choke that bitch out. And there goes and Barbara Jordan. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> she ain't coming. Um, uh, yeah, and, and, and it's just all about power. And that's why I kind of make those distinctions again between the, the the Republican politician and the Republican citizen, you know, because those guys just want to hold power. They have a minority party, and yet they still just are are, are going to hold power as a majority. Yeah, most you know, most of the Republican citizens are progressives. They just don't know it yet. You know, I saw a stat, and I don't. They know haven't that. had the adversity. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw a stat, and I don't know if it's legit, okay? But it's certainly a trend. It said that half of the United States, by 2030, the population, is going to live in eight states. Half of the, the population in the United States uh, is going to live in eight states. That will be represented by uh, 16 senators. Half the population... Represented by 16 senators. Somebody's going to rue the day that they struck down the 60-vote rule Nada. in the Senate. Huh? The other 84? Nada. R- right. Well, I mean, some will, you know, you know, I don't think Michigan's one of those eight states, so there's some purpley in there, too. But it's a problem. And, and, and it's, it's a problem if the constituents don't wake up. And, we should just and, consolidate states. And I don't know that the Trumpsters are going to wake up. <laughs> because they've been, they've been led down this road uh, for years. 
starting with Reagan, and it is ingrained in them. You know, and I don't know whether it's pure ignorance, it's cognitive dissonance, it's uh, something deeper. You know, there's a lot of studies on stuff like this. Um, you know, one of them is the uh, the Dunning Kruger effect. I saw in a couple articles, and I've read a few things where you're you're ignorant, but you don't know you're ignorant, and so therefore you think you're right, and so then facts don't matter to you. So you're 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 not smart enough to know you're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I've ran into a few of those. No, Bingo. it's a it's a serious issue. It is an, it is a really serious issue in the political scheme. I, I mean, you know, I I, I read a lot of right wing. Um, uh, uh, posts and comments and it's here's a perfect example this thing with with Nadler recently um, ho- holding bar and contempt the the right wing side is out there repeating this false narrative that they're asking that Jerry Nadler is asking William Barr to break the law and that is not true nope he, all he asked was to go to the court with yes, the AG yep. in request that the um, grand jury stuff was released. Yes, and, and and he wants access because now th- then there was all this stuff about where you know Barr made a less redacted report available to uh, anyone who wanted to walk down there and read it. Okay, as long as you left your notes and you didn't tell anybody. It's only six. It's not anyone. It's only six Democrats, and. And they can't tell anybody. And they can't tell anybody. And it's also, I mean, where do they get that from? It's four hundred pages. Playground, four hundred forty-eight pages. Is that from a playground? It's like a rule that you can't. Only six of you, and you can't tell your friends. So it's it's impractical. You got to leave your notes. Any notes you take, you got to leave them with us. I mean, seriously, what kind of bullshit is that? I mean, honestly, you got a couple of judges that I have. Produce court orders for the Justice Department to release the unredacted Mueller report to them. Yeah, there were two judges. What would happen if one of those judges just said, hell with it. I'm just going to leak it. I'm going to leak it. You know, what would happen to that? I think this is an interesting battle for Nat. I, I, who knows, right? Would anybody fall on that sword? There's, there's no, there doesn't seem to be consequences for anything anyone does anymore. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, Nunez did some shenanigans when he was, uh, you know, uh, uh, leader of the House investigation. But yet he came around and co-signed with Schiff. Yeah, yeah. he's right there with Schiff. It, and I keep thinking that Nunez cow has some angle. Because <laughs> why is he he, he complying yeah. with Schiff? That, that because his no district sense. is about to be redistrict. Maybe in, in California. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Silly me. <laughs> Comes back to being reelected. Yeah, power. yeah, yeah. Oh, that's you it know, always comes always follow power. the money slash getting reelected, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, obviously, it, it, it you know what what uh, Barr is offering is just not practical. I actually want to see them arrest. Him. I, I I was gonna say, <laughs> but about the whole redacted thing, I I've read the Mueller report with the redactions. I don't expect. To be that much more floored if if I saw the unredacted stuff. There's a there's a couple sections in there where there's full pages redacted. 
and I don't know what the percent is that it's redacted. You're talking eight percent. Yeah, I heard one Trumpster say five percent. I heard somebody else say ten percent. Eight percent sounds about right. Like eight percent. I don't think there's that much, and there's very little grand jury testimony. In fact, a lot of the grand jury testimony is in the footnotes. It's not even I mean, in the body. The big thing that they want is not only the report, but the the the, the evidence underlying evidence that, that brought the report to yeah. light. Well, but I, I don't expect any the, of that to change anyone's opinion. I mean, I what I what, what I get frustrated with the Democrats is they keep trying to try to make this case to the American people. Right? That's kind of what their angle is. That's why they want to get these people in front of Congress. That's why they're making a big deal about the redaction. But the the opinions formed, you have enough within the report as it is now to to, to have a basis for your opinion as to whether or not uh, there was unethical behavior by the Trump campaign on the collusion side and whether or not Trump uh, obstructed justice and what I think is more important is tampered with witnesses. And that doesn't get enough play in my mind. But anyway, I think that those there's enough in there. Well, Democrats are played this like a bad chess game. Yep. The, the Republicans know what move they're going to make. And we, the Democrats just need to take the leap and make the move. And, and deal with the consequences. They, they have to go as down. full as they absolutely can. When they say every tool, let's not just... BS about it. It's, it's interesting that the, the 21 presidential candidates on the Democratic side, 21, 22. I lost count. And, and we've, got, we've got one saying it's time to start the impeachment hearings. Okay. Just yeah. one. Just I, I, there one. might be more than one. I think there's more than one. No, I don't, I don't think there is. I think it's Elizabeth Warren and that's it. Everybody else is saying. No, I thought Kamala also was in favor we of, need, of impeachment. We need to do this in uh, uh, an orderly fashion is how everybody politically puts it out there. You know, the, the thing about the whole impeachment going to that step is the end game is going to be the same regardless because the Senate is not going to remove him from office. So here we have the problem. They're putting the subpoena gun out there, and it's not working. They're not getting anything. They're going to end up in court. Hopefully they won't be there for... What did they say the thing with... Um, Fast and Furious was like six years. Seven years. Like it just yeah. came out now. It was put into the courts in yeah. 2012. Seven years. So And it was nothing. What did they got to... It was a nothing burger. Right. Nothing burger. So what did they got to lose? Because going impeachment route, they're going to get access to a lot of this stuff that's going to yes. end up in the courts. And, and, here, and another thing about impeachment... They probably should have done it a while ago because if you put things in context of time, how long the impeachment thing's going to take, you you want to stay as far away from, in my opinion, the from, from the election as possible. Get it get it out there, get it done, and be done with it with plenty of air to breathe between the end of it and the election. Because the closer you get to the election, the more he can he can whine like a little bitch. And, and claim victim, but to, but yeah, we could. You know what I'm saying? He's just going to add two more years to his term. Well, yeah, because we cheated him out of that. Oh so. yeah, yeah. I think I said before, but I think the only way you go impeachment is if he does win second term. No, they. The thing about impeachment, though, is it's impeachment isn't a choice, and they're making it sound like a choice. They're compelled to do it. 
that's what I'm saying. They probably should have done it a long time ago because there's umpteen things they could have picked on to impeach him over. I think so. Absolutely. Yeah, I think I, I, all you got to do is be on Twitter or watch TV. Yeah, no, I think his has snubbed his nose at the Constitution on you know numerous occasions, many many times. On you know, every occasion. <laughs> like what a, occasion has he? Yeah. Seriously. No, no. I mean that's a serious question. When doesn't he? Like admitting to tax fraud on Twitter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. I mean, please. You know, there's no winning for them, in my opinion. To me, if they impeach sooner rather than later, I think it bodes better for them. If they string this thing out to the fall, say of this year, and finally make the decision to go forward, I think it hurts them more than if they were to just lay down the gauntlet and do it I, now. I, I, Let's think they're, go. I think they're too concerned about those kinds of things. I think they're looking at, okay, what happened when you know Clinton was impeached? But And I think I've said this before on a previous podcast. In my opinion... There isn't enough data points to say in, in politics, if you do this, this happens. You know, the, the, the Clinton scenario is way different than the Trump scenario. And just because Clinton had a 66% approval rating after his impeachment doesn't mean that Donald Trump will have a 66% approval rating. It's, it's not like Gore got any coattails off of that. Uh, true. I mean, every... The venom we, we, was stronger. We have elections every four years, and every one of them is so uniquely different to try and draw conclusions onto the political impact based on the historical events, I think, is very wrong and stupid. Because, you know, if we had nine impeachments and then you had six of them, you know, show this data, right, then, okay, now you have something. But we don't. And I just think it's stupid for the Democrats to say this is what's going to happen every single time, and this is why we can't do this. You know, you know when Nancy Pelosi says it's divisive to the country to go through impeachment, how does she know that? How, how, what she, what she, is she basing that on? History. We've had what three impeachments? Which is pretty good. Two. I, I'm, I was thinking maybe I know there's one I didn't, didn't know about. Okay, so there's two, right? And actually. Um, Nixon resigned before he was impeached, right. right? So was there another one? Okay, so she's basing it on the political divide on the Clinton impeachment, which was so... No, I think she's basing it on the political divide that exists in this country today. But, I agree. But, okay, but that doesn't mean it's going to get worse. What if it got better? How does she know it's not going to get better? How, how does she know that, that, okay, the Trumpsters who make up 37% or whatever that number is aren't going to come around and say, you know what, he was kind of a douchebag, <laughs> right? I mean, you know, they're emboldened by him more so than by the politics, right? He's delivering the winning for them. I don't know that they're going to stand behind him once he's out of office. I, I, let's, let's Is think. he going to be in the Hall of Presidents in Disney World? Here, let's, let's think is. about this. Yeah. Oh, he's been there hold since on, he was on. elected. I just hit on something. When Trump's out of office, two years or six years, God forbid, right? When he's out of office, what will the Trumpsters, what, how will they look back at the Trump presidency? Well, I'm sure that they're looking at the social conservative wing of the party like Mike Pence. 
and they're just going to march on. I think they'll leave them in the dust. Disagree. Disagree. I think that there's a plenty that will consider him to be the best president. They, they... Well, what's plenty though? I mean, what? I don't know a number, but well, no, okay. It, it, he he gets thirty-seven percent approval now. That's his. That that's is, his base. When he was elected till now, his base is about thirty-seven yeah. percent. The people that you know, where he says, "I can stand on Fifth Avenue and shoot, shoot somebody, somebody and not lose a supporter." Okay, I I don't think that they're all going to. That thirty-seven percent is going to want to put him on Mount Rushmore. I mean, especially if he's a one-termer, because nobody likes to associate with a loser. So, so if he goes out in one term, you know, now for them to sit there and support Trump mm-hmm. in hindsight makes him look like, well, you were kind of stupid. He didn't win the popular vote and he got knocked out on a landslide, let's say, you know, on That's his next election. Well, and, and you think that was a great president? <laughs> I mean, I mean, well, part of... And, okay, but Blotto, he was a great president. And the only reason he lost his second term was because Democrats cheated. It was the fake news media. I think he didn't lose. He's a winner. I think I think China. you're talking about the ho- most hardcore fan. I think he loses. A, I, I think he loses a piece. Like I said, I, I think seven percent and and thirty percent of the wackos. I mean, you can find thirty, you know, you know, you can find thirty people out of a hundred that think the moon landing was fake. I think there'll be of that thirty-seven percent. I think there'll be a larger portion that sides with him than does not. And you're saying yeah. a smaller portion, right? No, no, no. I'm just saying what what will his legacy be to the Trumpster after he's out? By and large, I think it's going to be pretty awful. So where do they go if, for some reason, he do, he's out of office after 2020? See, that's it. Because where do the, they uh, go? There is Canada. no other Trump. <laughs> no, if, he that's, was, if he's a that's where all the Hollywood people he's are going. headed to jail. Pushful uh, thinking. Pence is not Trump. Right? I mean, there is no other Trump. That, well, and again, that's why I say like every election is different. There's no data points to say if, you know, so, so there is no other Trump. You know what I mean? There was, you know, just like, well, you know, people say, well, we don't want to have the front runner for the Democrats well, because they lose all the time and, and Hillary lost. So now we don't want Biden because he'll lose because he's right. the front runner. Well, well again, there's not enough data points to, to, yeah. to show that. But I don't, I don't mean to sidetrack. What I'm just saying is, I just think that uh, nobody wants to be associated with a loser, and neither do the Trumpsters. No, I, the 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 best way it'll be great to, to <laughs> erase the, the the Trump legacy for the Republicans, and I'm sure it's already being lined up now. Is we're going to see old Mitt Romney coming back? You mark my words. That senator is running for president. If Trump, uh, if Trump runs out, gets his twenty twenty four. Yeah, twenty twenty four. Yeah, twenty twenty. If Trump gets reelected, yeah, no, I. Or, or if he doesn't. Hmm. No, Mitt's not going to run in twenty twenty. Mitt's not going to run in twenty twenty, but in twenty twenty four. Yeah, it would have to be twenty twenty. Either yeah. way. Um, no, I, I would I would expect you're going to have the same old the, the same old Republicans going if if Trump Social wins. Social conservatives. I grimace when you say that. I don't know what that is. 
I, I don't know why you. I, I don't know why you make this distinction between social conservatives and conservatives and physical conservatives, when they're all the same group to me now. Oh. I don't. I, I don't see. You really talk to other people other than you. <laughs> I do. I, I am in a bubble. Okay, I am in a bubble. But you know, when I when I talk to people online, probably not the best way to do it, right? You talk to a lot more people than I do about power. Oh, in general, I do. I do. Um, you know, in my business, we never talk politics, right? I. It's the first thing I say. What size are you? <laughs> are you Republican? <laughs> I, I don't. I, I don't. I haven't met them that that characterize themselves any longer as being. Uh, I, I used to say. I, I I used to to try and soften it and say, I'm uh, socially liberal but physical conservative. I, I have I've used that line in my life. Mm-hmm. It's a bunch of bullshit. It's 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 but, it's. But it's, if you. I, have you said it the other way around? Doesn't matter. It, what I'm saying is, you you can't pick and choose that. It's it because when you start getting into the weeds about it, right? So like physical conservative, what does that mean? You want smaller government, okay? What do you want to start cutting? Oh no, that's bad. That's bad. That's bad. That's bad. Okay. So now I mean, physical so conservative means raise taxes. Well, that's what you have to do. No, that's bad. So you, I don't even know what those terms mean anymore. Physical conservative, social. Uh, liberal or vice versa. So I don't. I don't. Cons- I don't know why I want to roll down this road again. Yeah. But social conservatives are people that want to stop in time the social mores that exist in the time that they. Yeah, they're bigots and value racists. now. <laughs> okay, but you know, so whether it be women's rights, but do you, do you think there's minority so- rights? Do you think there's social conservatives that are liberal? Physical liberals? Yes. No. Whoa, that's a new one. So you think there's people out there that yes. are socially conservative? You might call them moderates. Moder- so have you, moderates disappeared? They've probably crawled. I'll tell. Into the I'll tell you tracks. why moderates have disappeared. Moderates have disappeared because liberals, quote, or Democrats or progressives are moderates. Progressives are moderates. So there's and 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 Republicans are not moderates because they don't compromise on anything. So so there's social conservatives that are fiscally liberal. No. So you are you are against gay marriage, but you support the idea of healthcare for all. Healthcare for all and. Uh, um, I, I, I don't, or, I don't uh, or, or or maybe you don't or or or, or 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 progressive tax. No, I don't. I don't believe it. I'd have to. I, I, who are these people? The socially conservative is. The, I don't know. Fred Blotto, What do you think? Does that person exist? Blotto? <laughs> Asking yourself. <laughs> Finish that. <laughs> okay. Time's up. <laughs> That's a new one, right? We have we yes, have done it we have we have used our own names before, but, but never our own nickname. He talked third person to himself. <laughs> is that possible? And I think is we that went, going out there? I think we're in a wormhole. Wow! Did you turn anymore? that off? No, knobs, knobs, knobs. Um, my brain is melting. I don't understand any of that. Yeah, no, I, 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 like I, I said, that's the part that that, that Lefty keeps saying, and I, I I'm I'm. 
that, that social conservatives have sold out, and I like they're just conservatives. A social conservative is a physical conservative too. What I kind of see more is there's it's an interesting dynamic. There's one. I, I, it's an interesting dynamic. There's one talking point that someone will stick with, whether it's border security, abortion, gun right. That's their main number one focus, and then all the other ones they agree with because that's what quote unquote their party says they agree with. So they stick with the talking points. Yeah. You know, and then therefore that distinction. Yeah. I, I, what the way you described it, Lefty, it almost go, kind of goes against what you were saying earlier about tribes, doesn't it? Well, I still think that, that there's a lot of tribal things going on there and, I really hesitate to roll down that unfinished <laughs> thought at this point. Okay. I mean, I'm not trying to beat you up on it. I'm just trying to understand. I, I, I again, Fred. I, I mean, Fred, Fred, I mean how try, many people have you run into that you would call social conservatives, but are more liberal in their tax and spend policies? The people I run into that have different thought patterns than I have they don't claim nor believe in anything progressive liberal democratic they are as good example our friend gary uh-huh you're naming people well him yes i'd love to use his last name but i won't you have you seen the last couple of days yeah I, i've kind of jumped I mean, in there he, some. he's a good example he'll respond it. to you he won't respond to me i've noticed he, he he'll talk about the fiscal part, all that other stuff, it does not exist. Mm-hmm. They're that backed into the corner that that's all he's got to go on. So, and even the physical stuff, again, I, I you know, Republicans can't claim physical responsibility. Well, no, there is no responsibility. They can't claim. And it. from the fiscal part, he sees a few, few more, liberal. few more ducats in. They won't admit Four hundred one k. Beyond that, he has no argument. They, they want vouchers for their kids so they can send them to private segregated schools, which is tribal, by the way. Yep, um, it is. But, but yet they're, they're, they agree and, and allow our, our, our governor, her, her marching mantra towards the, the Lansing was to fix the damn roads. Yeah, but they, they didn't all want the roads fixed. She barely won. Yeah, she barely won. And gerrymandered dis- districts. It's a statewide election. Yeah, but, you know. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, they want the roads fixed, but they don't want to pay for it. Right, right. But they're, they're, they they will blow up the budget when it's their turn. Oh, no, I'm not saying there's not hypocrisy. There's tons of hypocrisy in so, the, so in the physical conservative. So what's the problem with you understanding social conservative fiscal? Because conservative. they don't admit it. They don't see themselves as being, they, they still talk the same old talking points of smaller government. what it is and just call them hypocrites? Well, you know, it's interesting. I, I was it's arguing... Like it gets with, in a name calling. Well, I was, I was arguing with some guy on, on Breitbart, and I said, I don't care if you call me a hypocrite. Here's what's right and wrong. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not going to get into a debate about they my hypocrisy and your hypocrisy. That. It's like, I don't... And I, well, I could call them hypocrites, too. Hypocrisy, to me, is like the most overused sort of... Um, wedge argument you know what i mean you start talking to somebody about and then all of a sudden oh you're a hypocrite or oh you're you know what i mean it's like okay let's set that aside for a second let's just talk about what's right and wrong 
I don't, you know, that's what the, <clears throat> the problem is and the difference you're always going to find with people like that is we're about, at least me personally, and I believe you are too, I'm about right and wrong, they're about win or lose. Oh, I like that. What, what did I say? And, what did I say in the car exactly. after golf today, Lefty? I was saying it's all about winning. It's all about winning. Oh yeah, all rub the it people in, that I in. argue with, <laughs> not the golf <laughs> on Facebook, right? The people I argue yes. with on Facebook that you occasionally jump in on, they, they're always trying to pin me down and trying to say, "Oh, you're a sore loser. You're this or that." I was yep. like, "No," I said, "I don't. I don't. I care about what's right and wrong. Where you care about winning and losing." If you, if you want to do an investigation on Obama and you find something wrong that he did, throw his ass in jail and I'll help you yeah. lock him up. They cannot think that way. And that always shuts them down, yeah. usually. No, no, they, they run away. And, and, and we had this because conversation. That ends the argument because I'm trying to show them that I believe in right and wrong, country over party. You know what I mean? And they that's just... Crosswire yeah. to them. You, you know, one of the things and and that kind of support that, and I I, I mentioned it to, to the lefty uh, earlier today, is the winning and losing. They're all concerned about winning and losing, and we were talking about all these new abortion bills that are being passed. These radical criminalization abortion bills that are being passed. Right. I have yet to hear a peep out of anyone on the right side of the aisle. Other than, you know, maybe you don't even hear the state politicians that are passing these bills talking about them. You don't hear anybody from the right wing of the aisle cheering these bills on like they should be. They're getting the win, but they know it's bad for America. Yeah. See, you know what I mean? So they're getting their win, but they're almost embarrassed by it because they know that criminalizing abortion is a really bad thing for America. The facts have proven that out. There's enough history on that and logic. So, it, it you know, they want the wins, but at what cost? Yeah. All right. Hey, we are really thirsty here, man. I'm parched. Waitress? Treasure trove? Yes, sir. Let's go. Let's go digging deep. Horny monk, holy hell. <laughs> That's what's in the treasure trove. <laughs> Uh, that is indeed <laughs> yeah, the horny monk. The horny monk. It is a Belgian style ale hailing from Petoskey Brewing in Petoskey, Michigan. Pretty cool label. Don't I gotta say, agree? I love the can. It is it is a work of art. We we talk about these labels. Um, I know we've done at least one Petoskey beer. Yes, we have. Um, oh, that was the uh, police one, right? Yeah, trooper. Uh, the super trooper. Is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah that was a coffee right. and uh, coffee and donuts. Coffee and donuts. Yeah, well, it might have been Super Trooper though. I think that's what it's called: Super Trooper and then coffee it, and, yeah, donuts. and donuts. Petoskey Brewing Super Trooper Brown yeah. Ale. Yep, um, Brown Ale. That was also kind of a nice uh, can, but this one really jumps out at me in terms of the label. Um, and there is like this little horny monk kind of horned graphic design, uh, almost kind of hidden, but the fonts are great. A white can. I love it. That's pretty slick. And it comes in at a 6.9 alcohol and okay. 20 IBU. A little better. Yeah. Um, we got to counteract the uh, last beer. There was a... What did everyone think of the last beer since uh, we're talking about it? For me. Not I'm, I'm going to go with Mastel. Yeah. Lefty, what did you think about it? 
I'd buy it. Yeah. I think it was for me. I I, I enjoyed it, went it down. The, the whole way through. It yeah. went down nice and easy and too quick, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my, my glass was sitting there empty too early, so. You weren't doing enough tucking then. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so as a as a Belgian style ale, we don't have many of these. You know, and uh, it's very red looking. It's it's really a nice color. Yep, love the color. Um, it's also uh, got uh, some wheat in it. Wheat has wheat in it. Um, oh, a I deep thought. reddish malty and complex. Oh, not wheat. Belgian no, style ale. Fill it to the rim. With I'm, I'm brim. bad at that. I, I, I never get the whole pour. You know what it is? Is you don't understand surface tension. <laughs> <laughs> Half pint killed it last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. There is a sweetness to it, like the can says. Yeah. Um, but I will bet you that sweetness subsides as you consider continue to drink. Lefty early impressions. I'm not a real big fan. Too sweet. There's a flavor there that, that it's that roasted malty. That's really, really upfront. Mm-hmm. It's not something I enjoy. Fair enough. See, I don't get the roasted malt that, that much, to be honest. Say uh, for roasted malt, it's more like mid range compared to some I've had. Um, as of right now, I think it's for me. It, it seems. Um, a little heavy on the carbonation. Yeah. Doesn't it? I, I like it. But you, I, I, usually I, would, I like the, the I would definitely order this again. You don't see it on tap anywhere. I would never buy this. <laughs> <laughs> not for you. Not that for is me. a not for me. Mm-hmm. I, I'm coming in at meh right now because it, there's a little coating in my mouth right now that I'm not sure about. So I'm, that's, I'm, that's the 1.9% extra alcohol that we didn't have in the last one. <laughs> I guess. So I might pass if it's free next time. Wow. Woo. Hating. Woo. Hating on the horny monk. I'm not big on hate, but. Um. <laughs> you also not big on Belgian style ales. And I hate easy. Yeah. <laughs> this one come, feel, tastes like it came right out of Trump's beer fridge. Oh, come on. Gee, come on. Wow. Come on. Woof. We're not going there. Wow. What do you think he's got in Not his beer fridge? Bud Light. He doesn't drink. Bud Light? Big Max. Is that MAGA beer? <laughs> Big Max. <laughs> is, it, is there a MAGA beer? It has uh, to be. Bud Budweiser. Yeah. Bud, Budweiser. But no, no, no beer company's going to associate Do you think themselves? Budweiser has been tempted to try and cash in on the maggots? Probably tempted. you got to believe this. Someone brought it up in a meeting. The marketing department's doing this. I mean, you do see uh, Budweiser leaning uh, or, or marketing towards the craft beers. Oh, yeah, that Bohemian stuff is good. And and I like their copper. I had that, remember I had that, that, that copper bourbon? Yeah, I remember that. And that I thought that, that was pretty good. That was actually okay. Yeah. Those are on Christmas time, if I... Yeah, but I, uh, it doesn't look like it's, it's, it's stuck around, so maybe it didn't do that well. Yeah, when are you guys going to start reviewing Coors and Coors? Pabst, right? Pabst. <laughs> we'll have to have a big wave on it again. Old style. You know what this sort of reminds me of? I mean, the, the flavor. It almost reminds me of those bourbon barrel beers. I was tasting a little bit of that, too. Are I you was, picking I, that up? I, I was. I was thinking there's some, there's, there's uh, um, kind of a cask flavor, but it, it doesn't say anything about it on the can. Mm. 
I, you know, I was rereading the cans. I thought I tasted like a fruity flavor to it, and there's no mention of that. Uh, that I don't get. Are we drinking the same beer? <laughs> what is going on? Uh, Clearly, you mean I am not drinking the same beer. <laughs> it's all grapefruit. Grapefruit? Yeah. It's all we taste, grapefruit. <laughs> grapefruit. There's definitely no coconut. Uh, so, uh, Fred, you purchased this beer? I did. And when you purchased the beer? Said beer, yes. Did you go through self-checkout? <laughs> They did That's not my segue. <laughs> no, actually, I did not. They do not offer that at my beer establishment. Ah, uh, you, you know where they... I, it wasn't self-checkout, but I was a little surprised today uh, when Lefty and I, we stopped at uh, Taco Bell on the way home. I'm not admitting that. And, and you can order your food by kiosks. Oh, when you walk in, right? Yeah. McDonald's does the same thing. Not at all of them. I've seen it at some, well, not and I've seen Taco it at the Bell's airports. Either. I've never seen it at Taco Bell, but I saw it at the McDonald's by our place has the kiosk. And I wasn't really sure what it was even for, to be honest with you. I mean, I walked up to the counter and ordered. And yeah, well, the last is, time. So is self-checkout, like, before we golfed, I stopped at my favorite smoothie shop and picked up my smoothie. And I ordered it on the app. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Walked out the door of, of my employment, walked in their door, skipped the line, and walked right out. Did you pay for it in your app? Yes. Ah. So is that self-checkout? Yes. And I'm I, an offender. And, and, and actually, as we got into this, as I looked into the self-checkout uh, topic. I love that. There's, there's also the non-checkout. There's the next level. Right where you're, there's no checkout at all. Little Caesars does that. Yeah. Yep. You order the the they pie should. you it want, should be even if it's the five dollar ones, because we do it for band practice. Yep. And you just walk in. They have an oven to the. Uh, it's a warmer thing. Left. Right? It's a warming oven. It has a number, and when you order up and you pay, they tell you which one. You pull it open, grab your pie, you walk out. They don't even look at you. Okay, so these are positive things, the way you're explaining them. Well, to me, that Little Caesars isn't that big of a deal, but the first time I tried it out, I thought, that's pretty slick. I just walked in. The, honestly, the, the person working behind the counter saw me go to that self-pickup thing. They didn't even look at me because they figured I knew what I was doing. Little did they know. Little did they know. <laughs> uh, so these all sound like positive things. Then why is it that... People are so divisive on the topic of grocery store self-checkout. Like in some places, we think Couple this is good, and why doesn't it translate to the grocery store checkout? Which you could say started this whole movement of self-checkout. I, I believe so. That's the well, yeah, place I the saw it. Supposed low, low gross or low profit margins, so they're looking to save money on the labor side. Right, 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 right. right? That's that's right. why they're looking to save money. But I've got a whole litany of of reasons at the grocery store why I don't like it. Let's hear them. Number one, I'm going to steal number one. It's produce. <laughs> <laughs> produce. Produce is the hardest thing. Yeah, to you don't buy want to self you, checkout. Okay, you, you no, no. See here, and here's the, 
No, not anymore. Here's the thing. <laughs> Here's the no. thing. You used the right you word. You worse? And, and, you no. kicked, and you kicked into the right department. You used the word steel and produce. Now, no, if I, I have a red delicious so apple. So you don't pay for your produce. That's 29 cents out. a pound. Oh, and I put it on the scale. Delicious, and which I is three ninety nine a pound. Not that's delicious. That's right. Honeycrisp. I can put a Honeycrisp on there and key in Red Delicious. Nobody knows that I'm putting. Okay, people steal though. I mean, the, the, if you want to steal, you're going to steal. That, but that that happens all the time. Right, but I don't think that's the pro and con of self checkout. Because if people want to steal, they steal. People they want to steal, they steal. Uh, you know, but they're, you know, they're putting, they think the the business is experience shrinkage where they they think that they're saving on the labor side. So it's just a matter of an accounting right. line. Right, no, whatever makes dollars and cents. If we have more shrinkage, but we're sp- spending, uh, we're saving more dollars than that shrinkage on right. labor, then right. we want to do that, right? That, so, that's that, that's, that's yeah. the business end of it. And we understand. So keying in produce is, is what one of the things that Fred was going to mention that I would have definitely mentioned. Oh, oh, okay. I thought um, I thought yeah. it wasn't. A- so the other thing is, is when people roll up with a full basket on a twelve. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Well, well, just to complete my thought on produce, I would never think to cheat the machine because I have integrity. <laughs> but so you can I go can't with celery to over celery. I was just saying. Nobody knows. I was just saying though the the produce thing in. To me, that's the hardest part. Like, if we buy produce, I never do self-checkout just because I don't want to deal yeah. with it. Yeah. Are, Everything are, are else like the, I'm good the, with. The three worst words that you could ever see at the at, at the self-checkout is, please wait for assistance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> you're going to be waiting a while. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you're not sure they're going to fix the problem. And they press so many buttons. Well, and you may have... You don't know, you don't know what's going on. You may have more than one... I was trying to pick up their assistance so I could do it myself problem. next time. Right. You know, the only problem I ever have is just needing someone to check my ID. Oh, booze. <laughs> Once every three weeks. Produce and booze. Pro- produce when they, and booze, When they booze, check right? Fred's ID, it's a problem. I mean, I Because they do. I, I, they do. Wait, they the, roll up on us. get the tablet out and show it to them? And, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I very rarely... I think he only carries Ten Commandments at a time, though. I'm pretty sure there's more than Ten Commandments. There's just only ten popular ones. <laughs> He's, he's calling me Moses. So I'm trying to put it together. We're calling that's, you over. That's exactly. <laughs> I was going with Abraham, but whatever. Uh, I, Reset. <laughs> no, no. I, uh, but now I have no idea what I was going to say about any of this. No, I, if I have produce or uh, liquor, I'm hardly ever going to go through self-checkout. Right? You're, you're going to find, you know. But today... Grocery stores, in particular, force you pretty much to do self checkout. I mean, you you go to you go to Myers on on a Thursday night, which is a pretty decent. You know, there's a lot of people grocery shopping on Myers yeah, on Thursday night. They have eighty lanes or whatever they have. Two are open. Two are with open. Cashier. Yeah. The rest is self checkout. And and those with the with the cashier are going to be you know people with two carts. Myers is better they're, than that. No, no, they're not. not by AMP much. was wor- the, the AMP. worst. AMP. AMP. <laughs> the Spartan AMP. Spartan Farmer Jack still around. was was horrible for that. I don't think they had self checkout when AMP was in the, the Detroit two area. Two people was still there at the cashiers. Okay, stick with the topic. 
<laughs> Keep him focused. <laughs> We're not talking about good or bad grocery stores. We're talking about self-checkout and whether we like it. You know, there was a meme that I I I, I think is just hilarious. It's where, conditional. Where you know the guy says to the gal who's pushing the cart, "You can use the self checkout," and she says, "No thanks, I don't work here." <laughs> I mean, is 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 that what self checkout is? Is that we've become the employees? Well, have you become the employee when you go to the filling station? Same thing. Same, Same thing. thing. Yeah. You know, all except for two states. All except for two states. New Jersey's what one other of them. examples yeah. are there? Yeah, it's pretty good. You got the app purchases. Have to. Oh, you have to? You have to do full serve. Are you self checking out when you buy something Shut on Amazon? Shut the front door. What other state? I have to look it up. Knobs? I'm on it. Anyway, um, and I think now, I think you can, It's it's. it may not be required in New Jersey, but everyone is still full serve. I've never got Yeah, New Jersey's full serve. I never got yeah. gas in Jersey. I'd freak out. Like, hey, hey. Yeah, <laughs> don't touch my car. I mean, is are, are things go tanning in, in, or in, Oregon? In, in the in the bro- Oregon. that's right, Oregon. Because I was thinking, I, I've gotten gas before, and it's happened, but I haven't been to New Jersey in a long time. But I go to Oregon. There was a third that every just, couple months just got rid of that. Do they come out like Steve Martin and the Jerk? <laughs> 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 Little paper hat. <laughs> no. Yes, they do. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. They don't, in New Jersey, they don't even want you to get out of your car. I think because you know because they're worried. But <laughs> well, yeah. But Seriously, it, I think I've been told to get back in my car. No, no, yeah. I have just I had no idea this was going on. And the full serve in New Jersey. Yeah, get out. I was in New York recently, and really? I was that close to it and had no idea. Um, yeah, you could have driven over. Hmm. And tried it out but for we yourself. Flew there, so. so the reason that those states kept full serve was to keep people employed. Does self checkout, you know, has that created unemployment? Does does less employment? Well, yeah, unemployment for some. I'm talking about More individuals. Employment well, that, I think that is the broadest topic. Does automation to make our lives easier create, uh, you know, less employment? Does and, this include sex dolls? That will create less uh, cohabitating. <laughs> well, that's called a cell phone. You, you think about, I, I read a stat one time, and uh, I couldn't find it. So, I, I, you know, technology exists today to put about 30% of the people out of work. Not that we use that technology, but we have the technology for for so many different jobs that if they wanted to apply it, again, the self-serve kiosk at fast foods, that technology exists today, right? So instead of having, you know, 30 employees at McDonald's, I don't know what the average number of employees, right. but you, you, you would need, you know, three. So the technology exists today to make that happen, but it's not applied yet. Well, those... And there's different reasons why it's not applied, but do we have to be concerned that... It could happen. Now, self, now, now, self-serve grocery, back to that real quick. People hate that for other reasons besides the idea that it's putting people out of work. My father will not use self-serve checkout. He's an old grocery guy. Worked for grocery stores for years, right? And he thinks they're evil. And he thinks it's putting people out of work. And he does not want self-serve grocery there because of what it does to put cashiers out of work. But I don't know that's really why people hate hate on self-serve. Well... 
you know, there's other pressures they put on the cashiers um, because there's nothing worse than going to the cashiers and having them talk to other cashiers as if you weren't there. <laughs> well, so well, it's funny because I looked up some stats, right? Can and I interject for a quick second? Yeah. We didn't do a bottoms up on this beer. Oh, okay. And we'd be remiss. Yes, we would. Bottoms up. Bottoms up, fellas. Okay. Bottoms into uh, the toilet. So there was a survey done on why people use self-checkout. And the number one is because they feel like it has shorter lines. And it usually does have shorter lines. Although, how Sh- often Does shorter lines equate to moving more quickly? Okay. Number two reason was speed of speed of checkout. Okay. Uh, con- con- privacy was a reason. I guess you know, if you're buying, like, you know, personal items. Hey, no, I only, only buy the Preparation H and self-checkout. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not private anymore, Lefty. Um uh, but oh, what, oh, what, what I'm you sure were, that there's, you know, over the 50 or few, there's there's a few people that didn't hear that. For, perhaps. Um, but what you were just saying about cashiers talking, right? The last reason listed, but it still got uh, like 18% of the respondents, no interaction with the checkout operator. So there's people that use self-serve and they do it because they don't want to talk to the cashier. They don't want that human interaction. It's a small well, it's pers- it's a sounds millennial to me. Yep, confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> it's just been devalued, though. I mean, because you've got, you know, like your your loyalty rewards card number, please. Your and enter your card in the in the even with the checkout person, you're still doing all the work. You're still oh, entering in your card. Yeah, you know, I go to one place that I enter my card in. I tell them I want. I tell the machine that I want to use the credit side of my debit card because I don't like punching the numbers in. And then it, the next screen asks me if I want to do it in English or Spanish. <laughs> and then I have to push another button, a secret button, because they don't tell you what button because they want you to put your PIN number in, and I don't want to put my PIN number in. And it complicates the whole process. Where if I can just go to the self-checkout. Right. But, okay, so the idea that you, you pay for it yourself now, right, where you, you're, you're in control of payment, okay, if you're not using cash, which hardly anyone does anymore, is that a good thing or a bad thing? I mean, as, as, as these innovations roll out and it's to make our lives easier, is that okay? Because I would, to a certain point, I, I have two angles on that. One is that uh, society absorbs that kind of change. Like Blockbuster goes out of business because people don't have VHS players anymore, right? Or family videos. But, but our unemployment is very low, and we could talk about what it really means and low unemployment and you know low-level service sector jobs is where that's going, right? But, but overall, you know, um, telephone operators don't exist anymore because other technologies that have been developed to improve our lives then created new opportunities and absorbs that. But these things are very exponential, and technology and innovation breed technology and innovation. Are, will we ever get to a tipping point where all of a sudden, where 30% of the jobs are now fully automated, but there is no 
new technology. You know what I mean? There is no place to put that displaced employee. You know, we, I, I don't know how many of us miss bank tellers, but ATMs certainly can make your life more convenient. So, so you know, is that that self checkout banking? That, that's self checkout banking, and you know, most of us wouldn't ever Some, complain. I, I would complain that there's not enough branches. I still like branches in, in, in banks, but I do like ATMs. You know what I mean? I'm not. I'm not going to say. So I'm, it's a I'm, convenient thing. You, you know, so like it ups your productivity. I think so. Which ultimately ups your anxiety levels. Uh, I don't know. I guess. It's a personal matter. Well, no. <laughs> well, I would update. What if the power's out? You're not going to a branch anyway. You can't go. You're not going. Mm. No, no. You could have in old timey days. And my credit <laughs> old-timey union. Days. No, old timey days. Are you like, are you being conservative? Fifty years ago. <laughs> yeah, Fred. I was just gonna say, as far as banking goes, at at my credit union, it's so much slower to deal with the tellers and wait in line and all that. So, it makes zero sense to go to the tellers, in my opinion. Plus. Dealing with them, it is so slow. Signature, they're doubled counting the cash. Let's just go. I made twenty three cents going to the teller today. He gave me a roll. He gave me a roll, two rolls of two two fifty cent rolls, and they happened to be in really crappy paper, so they fell out onto the counter. And as I recounted them and put them in new thing, new tubes. They were overcounting the pennies, and they added a dime into each one. In the rolls? In the rolls, and a can and one Canadian. So I throw <laughs> that away. Yeah. Put it in the market. Uh, I don't know. Because <laughs> we're winning. <laughs> but so so check self checkouts are kind of a mystery. They they yes they improve our our lives and speed up our lives, and I'm certainly guilty of using them. I use self checkout. I'm not I'm not going to apologize for it. Um. But I, I definitely get the uh, the grocery checkout person's job missing, you know, out of, out of the out of the economy. Um, ha- having been a grocery person myself, and having two uh, kids that have worked in grocery stores, they they have experienced firsthand that. Now the grocery store they worked at didn't ha- didn't have self checkout. Right. And there certainly are those places when we go to. The market like Trader Joe's or um, I don't think Whole Foods has self-checkout. Um, the vegetable patch that we go to, the meat market that we go to, they don't have any self-checkouts. I often think that people that are against self-checkout is for other reasons than that employment concern. You know, it's the hassle concern, right? I mean, I read an article on, I think it was Vox. You guys know it's my, my favorite internet explainer that talks about how it's never going to get better. <laughs> that they can make self-checkout better in other areas, but in grocery, it's just never going to get better. It, it's, they're not good at it, and that's the biggest problem. I like doing it because I like to prove to myself that I can do it, that I can figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> it shouldn't be that hard. Yeah, but you know? it's like, you know, it's one of those things. Like, when, once you start becoming accepting of the technology and, and you... I, I don't know. I just like 
Like when something goes wrong with it, I, I'm you know, always watching what they're doing. I, I darn near want their passcodes so I can just do it myself. You, you, yeah, I, well, yeah, Fred that said that too. Yeah. You, you know, another thing that often gets overlooked with these self-checkouts, and I mean, there are other options, but in the grocery world, they really push it towards this, is they're not really easy for handicapped people to operate in various ways. And I know this firsthand. And, and, and it's not taken into consideration all the time. You know, yes, is there a person with a lane? You know, there's, there's times where they don't even have any lane open, that it's only self-checkout. I've seen that before, oh, too. Oh, wow. I've never seen that. I, I believe I've, I've, I've seen that. Well, I mean. At, at, uh, at Myers. Are you, are are you going to go this segment without talking about Amazon's failed? They, they've shut it up. Uh, they experimented with no checkout lanes. Yes. No, I think that's where, where is, is, and you kind of talked about paying for things on an app, and then therefore you have no checkout, right? What if you did that with your phone with, with, at, the, at the grocery store? Um, you know, I, I, I saw an article where Urban Outfitters is experimenting with self-checkout. I mean, how hard is it to scan, 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 put your card in, no matter what you do, right? I mean, Urban Outfitters, the grocery store. The first time mm. that I saw it in sort of an odd place was one of those little convenience marts at an airport. Hmm. And, oh, interesting. Yeah, and, and I was in line to, you know, get my water and my sandwich or whatever it was, and the line was long and it was really going slow. And just off to the other side, I saw this thing, like... Like a thing just sitting there, and I'm like, "Is that a self checkout?" And I'm like, "I think it is." And so I just got out of my line and went over there, and sure enough, that's exactly what it was. It wasn't very well marked or signed, so people didn't know what what it was. And then they saw me kind of walk over there. I'm like, "You know, scan, 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 credit card, boom, bang, I'm out the door." And people were still waiting in line for somebody to ring their stuff up. I mean, there's no, there's, there's almost no reason that you couldn't put it on any consumer purchase. Oh, right. No, I mean, you, whether you, it, like, self toll booths. Yeah. Florida, yeah. they have those. And, and, Chicago. And, and so, again, when you start talking about <clears throat> speed passing with, oh, with, with speed toll, pass, yeah. To, to, toll booth, you're putting toll workers out of business. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I had a thought in, in the comment about, the way you said your dad reacts to it, it's evil and all that. And, and I'm go, going back to the grocery store thing. You're talking about jobs being replaced, and it just dawned on me. I have a nephew who has Down syndrome, and the, the guys who bag the groceries are no longer needed. And a lot of those, yes. those people yeah. are special needs people. Yeah. And they can handle a job like that. And where we shop normally for groceries, I would say probably half of the people that are bagging are special needs kids or adults. And it's yep. because they can function, they can, you know, they have Down syndrome or what, whatever their issue is. But we haven't talked about that. You know, yeah, the cashier jobs are going away with this um, self-checkout. But what about these baggers? And it's not like, I, I don't know how many other types of jobs out there they can normally function right. and in. Those, and those are the jobs that are often the first to go for automation, right? The, the, the easiest, most simple task jobs are the ones that are the, the, the most likely targets for automation. And it does, uh, you know, 
And, and so it affects that community, that demographic, more quickly than it affects everybody else. But even though I'm in favor of this kind of automation, generally speaking, you know, and again, I hate to see, you know, please see attendant or please wait for attendant. I think there's a tipping point. I really believe that we are getting closer to that tipping point of autom- automation uh, being able to displace that many more people. Uh, you, you know, there, um, Robert Reich, uh, Labor Secretary under Clinton, super bright guy. He's written a lot and talks a lot about this problem and what automation means. He's in favor of automation, but he also puts a lot out there. Not, not necessarily saying uh, he, he's in complete favor. I could probably, but, but the consideration of um, guaranteed minimum incomes, because that's what's going to happen. You know, the universal uh, income. Yeah, yeah. yeah, or or you know, and there's some there's some countries that are experimenting with yeah. it now, uh, mostly like <clears throat> Scandinavian, the most progressive com- uh, countries. Uh, also, reducing work weeks. I mean, we're so yes. productive now, in our in, in how much output we give for what we put in. It doesn't it, it doesn't take the same amount of hours any longer, and are you better off, um, you know having hiring two people to do one person's job but giving them 20 hours but paying them like full time you know is 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 that the way to keep the economy the lower class and the middle class afloat with income as you really start to move towards automation it's pretty interesting stuff it really is really radical well i, I you, agree with you i think there is going to be a tipping point i know People always argue, like, ever since Industrial Revolution, we've been automating stuff and being more efficient, and, you know, it's, it's been fine. But I think we will get to a point to where all those jobs are going to be gone, and there needs to be something in place to make up for that. So would you say that it might be a good idea for the, like, the, the labor of the country to band together and try to unionize <laughs> like a tribe. against the one percenters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I mean those those are those are the kind of things that unions always concern themselves with, right? And, and they're and they're you know been heck. I don't know what the I don't know what the statistics are, but it seems like the unions are all time low in terms of their power. Well, the displaced yeah. workers can all go work in the coal mines because coal <laughs> is coming back, right? Isn't that what we're told? Yeah. Clean coal. Clean, clean coal. coal. Oh, or did he even drop even clean think, coal? I don't, I don't even think, think he talks about clean coal. No, clean coal is not part of the yeah. plan. Obama was clean coal. They, they can't make enough money on clean coal. It's dirty coal. <laughs> is it Sinclair in it? I don't know what accent they threw in there at the end, but I like that. It was I great. think it's West Virginia. That is dirty coal. <laughs> right? I, I always kind of assumed in my sales gig that I that that my job couldn't be displaced by automation because like you know uh, technology is really slow on a Roomba can't sell a battery better than you uh, <laughs> probably can oh, okay, okay. But, checking but um, look a whole lot better too but you know it, it's still selling Turn is, a less expense report selling is still a human interaction experience and you know this lefty but what i have noticed is 
what's what's changing even in my world is that so much is going online so the second so that it the the, the skill set of selling to the buyer and getting that product downstream to the consumer doesn't happen that way anymore because putting a product online takes no selling um, experience, no mm-hmm. selling skill whatsoever. You, you and know. online sellers just say, yeah, you can put it up online. I mean, it's because it's a marketplace. Cost them pennies. Cost them pennies. And... And if they're not warehousing it and your company is shipping it, that kind of stuff, right? I'll get into the weeds. But it's That's a version of self-checkout. It, it is a version of self-checkout and a, and a version of automation that is changing uh, my industry of consumer product sales in a yeah, big way. You say that, but think about how you can search on the Internet for the cheapest price for a product. Yeah. Okay, now expand upon that. And what if... Company A had a computer that said, I want to find the cheapest price for product X. Okay. And then it goes through and starts hitting all these vendors. Mm-hmm. And then they all are calculating how much they could charge for this product to make money and negotiate a price. And I could easily see you know, it all being just, it's all a calculation. What can you sell this product for to make a profit? Compared to someone else. Well, okay, that that already happens. I think what you're saying is, um, so I, I sell to a number of dot coms, mm-hmm. right? Um, uh, and they all have algorithms and crawlers, right? That go out to the internet and search for that same. Usually, it's UPC code base, sure. And then come back and say, "This is what you need to be selling it for," and you know. Boring stuff here, my my work stuff. <laughs> so, so they're adjusting their retail prices based on what's happening on the mm-hmm. internet by somebody else. Now, when the when the price starts to fall dramatically, there's finger pointing that says, "Oh, this guy was the first one to drop the price, and then this guy had to match, and this guy had to match, and, and then that guy says, no, I wasn't the first one to drop the price.'" So anyway, enough about that. But <laughs> anyway, it, I think that does happen already mm-hmm. in terms of searching the internet and. It's much easier to do than what it used to happen with retail. With retail, sure. everyone out, everyone marched out, you know, with their, you know, clipboards and it, their, yeah. their clipboards and their shoes and their cars, and went and said, "Okay, what's this guy selling it for?" I, could, I just could see a point to where a computer is now negotiating the best price with another computer. I could see that. I get what you're saying now. Yeah. Yes, I could see that. Yep, yep. And and uh, transparency is. Um, um, becoming more relevant in terms of pricing mm-hmm. because of the internet. I have a customer that puts um, what they call online shootouts. And, you know, you're competing in your real time with your competitor, and you're basically the price is just falling right to the bottom. It's ridiculous. Right. Well, the other thing about self-checkouts is the transparency of the employee at the self-checkout. What? That's the big issue. <laughs> what do you mean? That, do you mean? That's, the one that get, that's the one I wrestle with. What do you mean? There's no employees there. And then the, the one you got to have two people there. That's part of the fail. The one or two people that are there are way overworked, and they have a hugely a, a huge anxiety job because they've got like it's all giant line. It's all problems for them, right? If 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 they're not doing anything, there's no problems. 
if they're working, right, right. there's problems. Right. And then all and, it takes is a paper roll to get jammed up, or and it causes all yeah. kinds of havoc. Or some somebody like doesn't have job. a UPC code. <laughs> you know, this just happened. Talk about bad self checkout. I was, I was at the store. I was buying a hose. And, you and, got hosed at the self-checkout? And Take off, you hoser. And, guys, we... And, and, anyway. Dude, were you buying trying a to contribute. And 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 uh, we were at the one end of the checkout, and then the lawn and garden section was way on the other end of the store. And wouldn't you know it, we grabbed a hose without a freaking barcode on it. Yeah, yeah. Typical. Right? So now I'm halfway through my checkout. You should have pulled out your calipers and measured it up and... Outside diameter, and you could have told them what put it, it was. Put it on a scale and call it 100. Unroll it, <laughs> measure the length. <laughs> so they figure. So we're sitting there. We're we're sitting. We're sitting there. And now, now my my, my bro's got to run all the way back. Your to the bros other with hose. Yeah. <laughs> and and he's got to go get, get a hose with the barcode on it and Your bring it back. In the meantime, we're, we're we're holding up the line. It's bad news. You know, I was thinking, no. I'm not sure I can be replaced job-wise by technology. You do technology. You don't think they can develop AI that does what you do? I, I was trying to, th- I'm, yes, I'm sitting here thinking about it as you were all talking. <laughs> Lots of time to think. So it, it's a, and I it's was a trying stretch to think, from self-checkout. Well, I, I, no, but we're, we, we're talking we, about we, automation of, of jobs, and I'm thinking what I do that be automated or i'm not sure it could be i think reposting on memes on facebook could be automated (laughs) (laughs) by running bots you do cat design right yes (laughs) so 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 you you if i understand it correctly you take drawings and put them into a computer right that's part of it but we do 3D math models, and and I was thinking about a job I. Why work. couldn't that be? Why, why can't that? Can, why I, couldn't that I'm be? not. I'm not because like I was thinking about a job I did today. There was an issue with one of the um, 3D math models that the translation program didn't like something that was part of it, and I had to figure out how to fix it so it was acceptable. And I'm I'm just sitting here trying to think, could AI do that? Hmm. It's not that I'm smarter than AI because I don't believe that. I'm, right. I'm dumb I, as I, a box of rocks. I, I know what you're saying. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm just thinking about Moses. my circumstances <laughs> today. Could could automation take my place? And I, I'm just not sure how it could have. Could automation replace you, Lefty? Yes, and they're currently trying to do that. So you, you could buy shoes out of a kiosk. Not only that, um, just today I was reading uh, about uh, the number one shoe company in the uh, world launching their own scan to fit app, so that phone. you can scan with your phone your feet, and it will come up with a measurement. Um, maybe not in barley corns like I currently do. Uh, and save that information and transfer it because different shoes fit differently. Yes. And if anybody in podcast world doesn't know, that's what I'm involved in. It's footwear. Um, they knew. <laughs> yeah, they did. They probably all knew. Okay, whatever. 
So, so y- yes, they're they're trying so, to replace that. So automation, it's kind of like it's more like me. Innovation and online will, is more likely to replace the independent shoe store operator more so than a robot in your store fitting people. Yeah. Right? Right. Not, like yeah. it's not so much automation as it is innovation that Right, know. right. Although they're working on that end as well with the type of equipment that they're introducing on the, the retail floors to to automate and antiquate the guys like me and Do we wanna in. live in a world of all like kiosks? Like everything you buy is in a kiosk? I think it, it depends on how, <laughs> how do you measure it. If you measure it by how many people use those types of services, then the answer is probably going to be yes. What? People, we we can talk all we want about self checkout. We all use them. We've we've talked about different ways that self checkout exists with apps, with mm-hmm. with internet. We all do them. We rail against purchasing something on Amazon. Oh my gosh! I mean, people have put. I don't rail against that. I think people Amazon's have bought fantastic. on eBay, Amazon, <clears throat> Craigslist, Facebook. You know, you name it. They're doing it. Self checkout at I, the gas I, station. Self checkout. I at love. The ATM I, I love technology trying to make our world easier. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. It generally does. You know, I'm more concerned about the long-term effects on society and how we're going to address those, but I wouldn't want to slow the innovation down. You know what I mean? I would be in favor more of things like, you know, you know, shorter work weeks. <laughs> more golf. <laughs> and, but but and, you can't and, really and, have and universal guarantee. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. No, you, you can't sit there and put somebody on. Well, well, no, you can because you can choose to not go to those places. You can choose to go into the bank. You can choose to go in to the fast There's food restaurant to be less and skip choices. the kiosks. But that's the, that's the point. There's getting to be less choices. I like Bank of America. I've been with them for a long time. Right? They're a mega bank, whatever. But I have not had any problems with them, and they've treated me pretty good. But they keep closing branches. Continue to close branches. And they're not putting up more ATMs. So, no, it's... it's, it's it might. There are choices, right? You know, could I go to a branch that's near me, right? How do I know they're not going to close? I don't think the choice is as much there as you're saying. You know, you know, the, the Vox article makes very clear that you have to use self-checkout in the grocery world just about. No, what I'm saying is, is that we can talk all about how we hate it and we think that it's destroying yeah. our society. But, but we I, that's all, we all that's, use it. Yeah. I don't think I don't think any of us said that. If you measure it by numbers, self checkout yeah. is here to stay. Yeah. Fred, you were going to say something. Do you still remember? Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was just wondering. Do you do you think a shoe robot could have a foot foot fetish? That is some yeah. horny monk talking. Yeah. He's gonna. That's a good question, though, right? Yeah, he's gonna be stroking that Brannock device. Oh, make the arch higher. <laughs> you know what a Brannock device is? Yeah, I do. Knobs, you know what a Brannock device is? I don't actually know. <laughs> I'll Google that later on my own time. Is 
Yeah, for most of the world, no reason to fact check that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anything else on this? I don't have much to add. That's why I go there. All right. Well, then let's tap out. All right. Bottoms, Bottoms up. Bottoms up. Out. Because, baby. Cause baby, I hate you Cause baby